Oh, we got uh, from Brazil. Julio Alameda from Brazil. Niners. Oi, tutu bang. Julio, welcome. It's great to have you here. Great to have you here. Thank you for being here. And let me just tell you, hit subscribe, hit like, hit notify, and that way you won't miss a thing. I can't even wait to see what kind of crowd we have for 49ers and Cowboys. That's like a mid-season Super Bowl almost. That's such a big marquee game with two huge roaring fan bases and two really good football teams going to be going at it next week. I like the way the 49ers match up against the Cowboys. All you had to do is look at last year's postseason game between the two to find out why you like the 49ers in that matchup. What do I got here? Hold on, I still got Fox on the TV. Let me, looking at an opening of The Simpsons. God, I haven't watched a new Simpsons in a really, episode 35, or season 35, episode one, season 35 for The Simpsons. Congratulations. All right, what do we got? We got, Maria Taylor wearing canary yellow. Okay. Jason Garrett, blue suit, terrible haircut as always. All right. Who's the guy in the middle? Let me figure that out. Sportacus. Cowboys are in trouble next week. I think you might be, I think you might be right. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say this: anyone playing the 49ers is in a little bit of trouble. That's just kind of who they are right now. Shush. Saying, you know, Houston looks pretty good. Stroud played really well. D'Amico Slowick doing a good job. Yeah, the look, C.J. Stroud is off to what statistically one of the best starts any rookie quarterback has ever been allowed over the first four games of a career. So not bad. Brandon, Jimmy G is making Kyle look like a genius. Well, I, I will say this. Since the regular season started, I have not heard the name Trey Lance not once. Not even from the that's all I ever wanted to really talk about crowd. There's nothing left to say. There is no element to even present evidence that might suggest that Kyle reached the wrong conclusion as to his quarterback situation. If you don't mind me saying, cannot help but notice that Kyle Shanahan seems to have making the made the right choice when it comes to who should my quarterback be. Yeah, he's got that one. Rick is saying, Damon, you're the truth. Been listening since your first night in the Bay. Well, thank you, Rick. Oh, hey. How are you? We got Jack coming in for a little post game. You want to say hi? Jack wearing his 49ers t-shirt. Oh, you got a little cough? Is that what you got? No. Close, cover your mouth. We upstairs smoking cigarettes? You better not be. I better not. You better not. Better not. Anyways, this is Jack. Jack's got a little bit of a cough. Uh, he obviously wandered on down here because I also hear Ozzy upstairs giving Mama a, a rough day. Is is is, uh, is Ozzy upstairs giving Mama a rough night? Yeah. Yeah. He's upstairs. He's upstairs. Could you go back upstairs for me? Can you do me a favor? Can you get me that cup right there, the one with the little straw in it? I've been wondering when I was going to get up to grab the cup, but since Jack is here, I'll put him right to work. There we go. 
Thank you very much. Jack just uh, said hello oh, okay. to the millions, the millions of people watching. Anyways, and he did. He was very helpful. <laughs> Thank you. So there you go. We got Mr. Jack Bruce making a cameo. Put that boy to work. I'll tip well when I see him. But uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, the 49ers are really good. Welcome to a little post-game in Damon. Brought to you by BottomLineBets.com. Bottom line is we win. Bottom line is the 49ers win 35-16. to 16. And I just kind of want to take a look at that first drive. Because what do you know, Kyle? He's got a little extra time since the fact that this team played last on Thursday night last week. So there was a few more days to cook up that perfect opening drive. And... Yeah, it's exactly what he found. Start the day off with a little Christian McCaffrey run. Then you got a Debo carry. Then Christian McCaffrey picks up a first down. Play action pass to use check, a defensive holding call. So you get the first down on that. 16-yard pass to Ayuk off a of play action. That was a really nice play to keep things moving on the first drive of the afternoon. Then Purdy would find McCaffrey on a little slip route for a 12-yard gain there. Then another pass to Christian McCaffrey where... Uh, Ezekiel Turner face maxed Christian McCaffrey so hard. If Dre Greenlaw had done that, Dre Greenlaw would have been ejected from the game. I honestly thought that Ezekiel Turner, again, you rake somebody's face mask, that's one thing. You hold onto somebody's face mask and you stay holding onto it while you drag them all the way down. You get around his legs, you start rolling around his ankles. That's how bad things, bad injuries happen, man. I was holding my breath on that for McCaffrey a little bit. Ezekiel Turner was allowed to stay in the game, but that was a brutal face mask. So now it's uh, Christian McCaffrey to the one-yard line, and then on the eighth play of that drive, second and goal, right up the middle, McCaffrey, 62-yard drive, eight plays, highlighted by the rushing touchdown. So it's another six for Kyle on an opening drive this season. It happened everywhere, but uh, what? But but last week, right? Yeah, it happened in Pittsburgh. It happened in Los Angeles. Didn't happen last week. Didn't happen against the New York Giants. Happened this week. Thirteen straight games with a touchdown for Christian McCaffrey. That passes Jerry Rice's team record. Again, you pass Jerry Rice in any way, shape, or form. Like, you pass Jerry Rice in a car on the highway, you've done something special. Much less passing him in an actual 49er record book in any way, shape, or form. Um, Four-touchdown day for Christian McCaffrey. This is one of the single greatest players to ever put this uniform on. He's as good as any non-quarterback the 49ers have ever had. I really mean it. Like, he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer if he stays healthy. That's who he is. Christian McCaffrey is one of the best running backs I've ever seen with my own two eyes in my life. Man, I knew he was really good in Carolina, but till you see, until you get to see him game in, game out, play in, play out, you know, the, the, all the plays that don't make the highlight package, like, of course, the highlight package is impressive. What about the other 15 carries in the game that really aren't the highlights? What's he doing all of those? Well, those are impressive as hell, too. Again, he's Jerry Rice. He's T.O. He's Vernon Davis at the very best of Vernon Davis. He's Frank Gore. He's 
He's he's just outstanding. Absolutely outstanding football player. Kyle went for it on fourth down in the first quarter on the second drive of the game. It was his first, let me put these balls out on the table moment of the night, and it paid off. Um, McCaffrey would then have that touchdown that looked like a video game leap over uh, Keytrell Clark, 18-yard touchdown run. Uh, That was a kind of a backwards pass, so it just counts as a long handoff. That's why it's not a passing touchdown for, uh, for Purdy. But it was just, it was, I mean, it's the highlight that you're going to see associated with the Niners' victory all morning long tomorrow. Brock Purdy was uh, 10 for 10 in that first half. He comes out, he's 11 for 11, then he's 12 for 12, then he's 13 for 13. Gives up one incompletion, so he's 12 of 13. All right, excuse me, he's, uh, he, he's, he's 13 of 14. And that's the only incompletion of the day. Brock Purdy finishes 20 of 21 on the afternoon. Uh, Again, a big balls call of the day happened early from Jonathan Gannon. It was uh, 14 to nothing 49ers in Arizona uh, with a fourth and seven kind of at midfield, right? Uh, Fourth and seven at midfield. And they went for it. They went for it and they picked it up. They also had another, let me put these nuts on the table moment when they faked that punt and a second effort got them that first down. Like Arizona came to squabble, man. I really got respect for what the Cardinals did today in defeat. I do. Side note, quick tangent. Riddle me this, Batman. Like explain this to me. How is it today on what, what, for the, for the, the, the international game, we had microchipped players, which were then turned into an in real time video game of Buzz Lightyear's for the Nickelodeon Toy Story broadcast. Yet we can't microchip a football to find out where the first down is. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Like we're we're still using an actual links of chain, which you know, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this continues to be an, a situation where exactly where this football is is an issue every every week, every game, at some point in every game. Where is this football? is not a question that should be leaving us baffled in 2023. We should be able to know exactly where that football is. Yeah, I mean, I can track my car driving from my driveway all the way to the East Coast. Can track my car where my iPhone is every single mile of that trip. You can't tell me where a football is in a stadium on a field in relationship to a first down. Why are we not tracking that? Where is the microchip that makes this, which takes the the, the element of human error out of it? There was a moment where Josh Dobbs was scrambling in this game, and it looked like the 49ers had maybe gotten him out of out of bounds before he picked up the first down, and he reached, and he reached. And I thought as I was watching on TV, I'm like, well, he's got it. That's a first down. But no, they got to go to the booth, and then they got to look at it in the booth, and then they got to look at it in the booth a little bit more, and then they got to show the other. Just, just track that. Just track that. 
track to have a microchip right there at the down marker, have a microchip in the football. And every single time the microchip in the football passes the microchip in the down marker, a light in the stadium goes from red to green. There you go. That's how you know it's a first down. I mean, Silicon Valley, right? It's right there. Figure this out. Anyways, Rick, thanks for the compliment, man. You've been listening since my first night in the Bay. You've been rolling with me for the better part of 18 years. So thank you very much. I'll tell you who's not looking forward to next week. How about this? Cowboys fans not looking forward to next week. Forktail devil feeling it. We'll find out. Shush. Hey, Damon, the audience could be low, probably because we don't have nothing to bitch about. Look, here's the thing. I'm the guy you actually want to talk about what's really happening on a football field with. Don't feel bad for my audience. Imagine if you sold for a living... What is wrong with the 49ers? Click like and subscribe. Imagine if that's how you crafted your entire career. In every talking point, every video you've ever put out was how much more you know about football than this team knows about football. And then this happens. Who's, who's going back to that boy who cried wolf for information? I don't get it. This is the one place where you can come and talk like adults about what just happened. And we, I, look, I do know as someone who worked in sports talk radio for the better part of 20 years, that sports talk radio is for the angry fan, not the happy fan. Again, as long as the 49ers continue to win, ratings are going to go down on sports talk radio on Mondays, especially with me and Larry doing 49ers wake up. That'll hurt your ratings too. But um Look, look, football and angry fans, when they don't go together. Oh, then you got to actually, then you got to know what you're talking about to start talking about this stuff. It's not just one big bitch fest. How do we do that? See, that's why you're looking for someone who knows what they're talking about. Oh, by the way, Taylor Swift is in the building tonight at MetLife Stadium. So our national nightmare is over. Taylor has not torn an ACL on the way to the press box tonight or on the way to the luxury box this evening, although it's early. She's at MetLife. Protect Taylor. Put that woman in bubble wrap. Sportacus is totally right here. The entire Chicago Bears franchise needs to be fired immediately. Every fire immediately. Dude, Eberflus today? Dude. Goodbye. Goodbye. Got a problem going on with uh, Claypool. You stay home. Why am you staying home? We didn't ask him to stay home. Yeah, we told him to stay home. Our defensive coordinator retiring or resigning in disgrace. Who the hell knows what's going on? It's just a, it's a joke. It's a freaking joke. Dame, did the... Uh, did the boys watch the Toy Story game? No, I was actually happy enough to, that the boys slept in a little bit, and then we went down to the Tunnel Top Playground this morning. When I got an afternoon game, we try to get the boys out of the house in the morning, and then I come home for the witching hour. It was a fun witching hour today. 
Purdy is elite. Again, you know, everyone wants to be the first to come up with the proper ranking. Here's what I really know. Brock Purdy is the 49ers starting quarterback, and he continues to win games. That's all I care about. Is he elite? I don't know if he's elite. You put him in another system, I don't know what he looks like. We don't need to run that experiment now. I don't need to project what he's going to be, where he is on the all-time greatness list, or anything like that. It's an amazing story at a starting point that usually means you got no shot to be successful in this league. And here he is putting up a winning streak with a point total streak that Joe Montana nor Steve Young ever saw in their elite careers. You know, I, I'm not saying that Brock Purdy is better than Joe Montana or Steve Young. Who the hell would say that? That's insane. But he has had more success than either of those greatest of all times to do it. So what is this? I don't know what this is, except it's working. It's really, really working. And yes, you are right. We are at 8,000 subscribers already, Shush, and thanks all to you who are subscribing. If you're watching right now and you're not subscribed, hey, take a shot. You don't dig it? Then unsubscribe. But take a shot. I think you're going to like the way that I approach sports because I'm not looking to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, pretend shit isn't there and scream about it because I don't know what I'm really looking at. That's, that's what I don't do. Kyle is saying, Damon, I am tired of hearing basically fake takes. It's hard to watch. It really is. And I don't know what it, why it appeals to people so much. The guy making the most unhinged, acting the loudest, most upset about something video, just because he seems to be the most upset about something doesn't add a drop of legitimacy to what he's upset about when everything he's been upset about has been proven completely incorrect. I mean, not a little, not a fraction of, not tiny bits of, elements of the entire hypothesis and premise of your entire senior thesis was wrong. <laughs> what more do you want me to tell you? You flunk when everything you've been telling me is real for four years is proven wrong. So. Welcome. Go ahead. Hit subscribe. Hit like. I think you'll enjoy it. Grenades and ham. Saw this guy on Krug. Didn't realize he was a character and pretty annoying. That's who I am. Pretty annoying. What is all this? He was right about everything he said annoying you? I'm sorry. Look, man. Oh, Brock Purdy wasn't perfect today. Brock Purdy had to settle with a 134.6 QB rating, 158.3 is perfection. So, you know, loser. Brandon Ayuk is the most consistently open wide receiver in the NFL, Sporticus. There might be some stats to prove that. Like there might be a how much how much unencumbered room around you, uh, how 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 far away from you, from your closest defender are you on a football field at all times? I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Ayuk were right at the very top of that conversation.
Oh, man. This is just a, a thorough day. A thorough day for the 49ers. I really did think that the biggest play of the game was right after the Cardinals cut into the lead, but then they failed in that two-point conversion. And if they were to then get the 49ers offensive team off the field without points and get the ball back and do something, well, now we got a football game, a real football game. Like, it's more than you got a football game. It's you might have a problem. So, so. Very first play of that drive, big play action, Brandon Ayuk, 34 yards right after the Cardinals had cut into that lead. And I thought that was the biggest play of the game for the 49ers because it just calmed down that offense. It took all the air right out of Arizona's balloon. And I just thought it was an announcement that Kyle Shanahan wasn't going to get too conservative, wasn't going to try to slow it down and sit on a football. He was going to stay aggressive. He was going to stay angry. And he was going to keep calling plays that he thought, you know, were, were just the right plays in any scenario. Not, yeah, we just got a lead. We're trying to make, make it out of here alive. No, let's keep attacking. Let's keep going. And they needed to. They needed to. Sometimes Kyle puts away the playbook a little. He didn't today, and he didn't right when it was the right time to stay aggressive. He stayed aggressive. Uh, okay. What do we got? Brett Johnson. Christian McCaffrey literally is the red zone channel. He is. He's like the human red zone channel. He was today four touchdowns. Jeff says, Damon, you know, uh, I expect this from McCaffrey, but I'm continually impressed with Purdy, and I don't know what it's going to take to get him into the top 10 quarterback conversation. One incompletion. Look, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. That conversation is a boring conversation in my mind. He is, here's what, here's what will have Brock Purdy in that conversation for sure. A, a Lombardi trophy. Go win one of those kids. He doesn't need to be one of the top 10 quarterbacks. He just needs to be a good starting quarterback for the 49ers right now. Run the system, execute the game plan, stay ahead of the chains, win football games, collect fabulous prizes. That's what he needs to do, and that's all he needs to do. Happy Brocktober. <laughs> Look, Dobbs was good today. Dobbs had the best day of his NFL career. Cardinals new coach is doing a good job changing the culture this year. Look, I think Gannon is doing a good job. Jonathan Gannon's doing a pretty good job. Cardinals got fighting them. There's no doubt about that. They got it. Damon, can you explain why Dobbs fumbling a snap and Bosa touching him down isn't a sack? Well, I'm guessing it wasn't recorded as a sack because it happened right on the line of scrimmage and there was no yardage lost. I think you have to 
stop a guy behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's that's the only I would have to look at the play. Was there a, a yard gained or lost on the play? I'm going to assume there wasn't. That would be my explanation to explain it away. I'm not. I can't really think of that. I wasn't even thinking of that. But I'm guessing there wasn't any loss of yardage. Therefore, it wasn't a sack. Our friends at Uncle Boys, go get yourself a burger and some lumpia. Uh, that kid Wilson for Stanford is a stud. The Cardinals are going to be spoilers all next year. Look, I mean, he's pretty good. He is. Cardinals. Cardinals are not a bad football team. They wanted to be a bad football team. I think the plan was to be a bad football team. I, I didn't think they brought in Josh Dobbs to have success, but here he is having a decent amount of success, and he's probably better than they thought he would be. Hey, Damon, if I were fishing for views, I'd be telling my subscribers that Kittle is washed. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll be my hot talking point for Monday. George Kittle, washed, yes or no? Look, there are some people who are going to, I I think, try to tell you what he isn't because they don't know anything other than statistical production. George Kittle, today, when you watch that game, felt like he had an awful lot more than one catch because he's in there blocking his nuts off for McCaffrey. He's in there running great routes. He's in there pulling attention away from Brandon Ayuk. Kittle's good. And there's another guy who you don't need to worry about complaining, coach, I'm not getting enough touches. Coach, I'm not happy with how little I'm getting the ball. They don't care, man. And that's the thing. I think this team's been through enough to just not care about any of that crap, not worry about anything. That is, oh, the, 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 the afternoon I wanted to have, coach. Here's the afternoon that everyone wants to have. Did we win? Are we going to the Super Bowl? That'll be a good afternoon. This team has been through everything but the parade. And people will try to frame that as, well, that just proves they're not good enough. No, 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 no. Being as consistent as the 49ers have been here is such a hard thing to accomplish. You got to appreciate this. Vince Vargas, like Jed York said in the past, winning with class is back, baby. Hey, I don't care if you win without dignity, as long as you win on a football field. Football is the only sport where it doesn't matter. Beg, borrow, still kill. It doesn't matter. Just win. I don't care. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if at the end of the day everyone's calling you a cheater and a bad guy. If you win the football game, you won the football game and you're the winner, and that's it. That's all that matters. That's all. That's how I score the game. I'm not here for Boy Scouts. I'm not here for nice guys. I'm not here for babysitters. I'm here for ass kickers. That's what I like on a football field. The 49ers, they do have a guy, they do have a group of guys who seem to be cut from good cloth and well-raised and good teammates and likable in many regards. Great. Great. They could all go out today and just start tagging walls in Santa Clara. They could be they could be all caught for graffiti tomorrow. I'm good with it. Graffiti. Yeah, I mean, it's the least of all the crimes. Although, it, it can get messy. 
Warriors media day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. How good do we got it around here? Seriously. How good do we got it around here? Don't have Gabe Kapler to kick around anymore. So sorry if you needed that to happen to have a good show. And some people did. I didn't. By the way, we told you that Gabe Kapler was going to get fired. And what do you know? My people who tell me things were right about that, too. Um, we got a team that looks like it is officially good enough to win a Super Bowl. Through four weeks, the 49ers might be the best team in this league if consistency is one of the most important attributes. They're the best team in this league, maybe. Um, first name Stefan, last name Curry. The Warriors are coming back, and I don't know what they're going to lead the NBA in other than in interesting, other than let's see how this works, if this works. 49ers are so good, there's probably not going to be much to question. The Warriors have an opportunity be, to be good, but there's going to be a lot of questioning how the hell it's actually going to happen between now and the end of the year. It's going to be fascinating. I can't wait. Again, please like, subscribe, and hit that notify button because we're going to be doing some post-game around Warriors games this year. I bet you Kruger and I put together a Warrior weekly show, if not bi-weekly show, if not more than once a week type of show. Um, there's just no doubt that that Krug and I got something together. We always knew it, and it's the, it's the best show that no radio station ever gave it to you. So radio and I... Uh, have basically taken radio out of the equation, and so is Larry, and so Larry and I are going to give you the show that radio never gave you. What do you think of that? It's good times. Damon, post-game mojo, right? Feels good. It does feel good. I like post-game mojo. I really do. And by the way, you're going to like the mojo that you get and you feel when you start winning your bets. Go to bottomlinebets.com and stop thinking about going there and go there. Like today, open up a new tab right now. Go to bottomlinebets.com, sign up for a week. If you're making any plays, if you are letting the dice roll on any games, and I'm telling you, if you are a baseball player, my man Steph, he cooks on a baseball diamond as well as he cooks anywhere. Don't let him get into uh, NHL Stanley Cup first quarter, uh, excuse me, for, yeah, no, first period over-unders, because I know that he, he, he dominates that as well. Again, there are a whole bunch of big bets on the board that the whole world flocks to and tries to play. My man Stefan sometimes sees those, but other times is looking for value somewhere else. Today, he had the 49er team total. He had the Cardinal team total. He had the overall spread in this game. He had the Chargers minus the six. He is on fire. Stefan, check him out. The hottest handicapper in Las Vegas, bottomlinebets.com. He had some really nice baseball seats for me on Friday night. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you very, very much. And if you are playing his bets, you're saying the same thing out loud. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you very, very much. Bottomlinebets.com. Daily, weekly, monthly. Winning all the time. Go get it. Kinlaw had some good plays today. The pressure was on. Vince, Kinlaw's healthy, man. 
I mean, we talk about the importance of health. Sometimes a player, you watch him, they're struggling with injuries early on in their career, and you think to yourself, man, you know, this guy's just can't live up to his billing. For whatever reason, he's not living up to his billing. Javon Kinlaw was never able to live up to a bill of health, much less his own billing as a football player, until he finally actually got healthy. That knee isn't barking at him the way it was the first three years of his career. He's been really good. Kinlaw has been good. We got Hargrave today, right? Hargrave. He gets another sack, his third of the season. Here's a way to uh, uh, look at it. Brock Purdy had one more incompletion than interceptions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He had one more touchdown. Than interception, than incompletions. Well, now let's all settle in for a little Sunday night football and a laugh at Zach Wilson, Philip Dunn, Michael Johnson, Thomas. Let's see, it's already three nothing, and on third and five, Wilson, two Wilson, incomplete. Fourth and five, Jets are punting. I do like the Jets' white unis and the green helmets, though, at home. They do look good. When a team goes, oh, I I thought Arizona had nice unis today. That all-white look, nice and clean, man. Uh, Niners uniforms are great. I do like those Jets' unis. How many times have they shown Taylor Swift in this game? She already been dominating the screen. I have not been watching. I mean, we're only five minutes into the game, so they can't have showed her too much. Um. Yeah, it sucks that we're saddled with so much Jets in prime time without Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be painful as the year goes along. And they're just going to yeah they're they're just going to go down in flames with 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 Zach Wilson, huh? I mean, it's probably the right thing to do. Probably the right thing to do. Kevin Wood, jingle jangling, a super chat. Thank you so much from Queens, New York. Go Niners. Come to a live show from Pug Uglies. (laughs) I'd love to. I would love to. I know New York City very well. I'm a native New Yorker back in my other life. I'll bring down the Connecticut Mafia. I got in good with the Connecticut Mafia when I was working at ESPN. The legend of Puka Nakua continues. His first NFL touchdown today gave the Rams a win in overtime in Indianapolis. Legend indeed can grows. Oh, speaking of the legend growing and things growing, congrats on the 8K. Here's the deal. We're not talking about any more sub count until we get to 10. When we get to 10, we'll throw a little bit of a party. Kruger was telling me, I don't know if this is still true or not, but Kruger told me that only 1% of all YouTube channels eclipse 10,000 subscribers. If that's still true, I'll let you know when we get to that 1%. 
Kyle says, CMC is insane. He goes on saying it's a level of intelligence within the offense and him knowing it's on full display. And that's what I've been saying. Look how good it was as soon as he showed up last year. You give him an entire offseason, you give him an entire training camp, you give him all the time to digest every nuanced wrinkle of this playbook, you're going to get yourself a more dangerous player. And he was pretty damn dangerous the day he showed up. I mean, yeah, he he is so physical and so nasty of a runner. You could student body right it or student body left it with him, too, and probably have a pretty decent degree of success. You put him in a sophisticated eye candy everywhere. You don't know where it's coming from. Kyle Shanahan, outside zone running game. Good luck. Good luck, NFL. And that's the NFL needs some luck to slow them down, to slow him down. They haven't so far. Jerry P. says, D. Bruce, that preschool cough from Jack almost as guaranteed as a CMC touchdown. Oh, every day. Every day. Damon, what are your thoughts of the 49ers going after Devontae Adams? Well, again, they have Brandon Ayuk, and he is going to be a very expensive player for them next year. And I like Devontae Adams an awful lot. I'm not saying Brandon Ayuk is better, but they don't need him. That's an embarrassment of riches. That's a luxury. I don't think this team needs Devontae Adams. I mean, you just want to give me Devontae? I don't think the Raiders are coming off Devontae Adams either, especially they're going to spend the rest of this year trying to find out what Aiden O'Connell is or isn't. UC Steve says, hey, Damon, can we get a Plus Mania in the South Bay or Peninsula, not in San Francisco, over and over? Dude, we're going we're gonna to do the second one in San Francisco because i got a friend at a bar who keeps on opening it for me. Free of charge. Over and over. We, we've done one. We're going to do a second one. And over and over. UC Steve, come up to San Francisco. But hey, you know what? We'll eventually get down there. We will. We will cover the Bay Area. We will blanket the Bay Area in plus manias. I promise. Tecmo Bowl CMC. He really did. He's CMC touchdown factory. Guys, unbelievable. The Toy Story game was a little creepy. AI is the matrix. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all might be living in it right now. I'm not even sure, but uh, I did not really watch any. Of that. I saw some of the uh, saw some of the highlights on, um, uh, you know, like on, on my social media feeds. But yeah, that was um, that was interesting. By the way, I hear Ozzy flipping out upstairs. He's getting his uh, two year old molars. That's why the terrible twos. There's something to them because those kids' teeth are popping through the back of their gums and they're flipping out. It's been a loud couple of days, a very loud couple of days. Okay. Fish and Chips says, catch you guys tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you what, Fish and Chips, sorry they have to leave us. He's over in jolly old London town, so it's probably already Wednesday afternoon there. It's moving on in the week. But uh, Larry Kruger and I are going to be live at 8 a.m. on my channel and his channel 
Damon Bruce, Larry Kruger, 49ers wake up, 8 a.m. We are going to be breaking down the fact that this team is 4-0 and looking vicious. Oh, Taylor Swift is hugging people in a press box. It is a touchdown. Who is that? Tyreek Hill, number 10? Oh, no, it's not Tyreek Hill anymore. Uh, there you go. Touchdown. Chiefs. It wasn't Travis, though. I don't think that that's a real real relationship. I think we're everyone's using everyone in that relationship. Shush says, Damon, to your point about Joe and Steve, they also had excellent play callers and players. So there is something here. Yes, there is something here. There is something here. There is no doubt about that. A question from Russell, who says, Damon, how involved is 49ers operations is Jed York? It seems like he's far less involved, at least from a PR standpoint. I'm all for it, especially with Shanahan and John Lynch at the helm. Well, he's smart. He's a smart guy. He has figured it out. And um, there is Jed York, who wants to be a little bit more famous than he is, but then there's Jed York who tried to get ahead of his own fame and that didn't work out very well for him and he became persona non grata. Then there is Jed York. Oh man, I mean, we got Taylor Swift commercials in the football game featuring Taylor Swift. I feel like I'm watching a Colorado game. I'm getting Deion Sanders commercials in a game featuring Deion Sanders and starring his own kid. Now I get it. Taylor's using everyone for the marketing arm. Anyways, what were we talking about? Jed York. Jed York is smart. He figured it out. Hire the right people, sign the check, shut the fuck up. That's it. No one wants to hear from an NFL owner unless they're saying, thank you, everyone, for picking up a Lombardi trophy. That's it. Sign the check. Hire the right people. Get off the stage. I don't want to see you on the stage until you're handed a Lombardi trophy. You want to call attention to yourself? Do it at a charity event. Don't do it at a press conference. Don't try to do it on a dais. Cut a huge check for a charity. I'm a billionaire. Here's a million dollars. Aren't I a nice guy? I don't know, but thanks for the million. I think Jed wanted to be Jed wanted to be Joe Lacob. You can't be Joe Lacob in the NFL. You can't be. Can we get a petition to have butt fumble Sanchez off calling Niners games? <laughs> he is not good. He's not good. But I don't think they're going to take that. 4-0 record. Rick Mighty Bone Feliciano says 4-0. You know, you are what your record says you are. Yeah, you know, everyone says that when you're bad, right? When you, when, when you got a bad record. They'll tell you, well, you are what your record is. Well, then the Niners are undefeated. What do you know? 35-16 today over the Arizona Cardinals. Vince Vargas says, when doing player introductions on a telecast, players shouldn't be allowed to say, I'm from this high school. No one gives a shit. I want to know what college you played for. Actually, I'm total opposite. 
I love it when they bring up like the Pop Warner team that they played for their high school team, or they put some shine on a smaller program. I, I love that. I love that. I gotta, if you want to know what college, if you want to know what college a player went to, use the internet. You can find that information right there. It's right on your phone. You can find it. Find it all. I don't mind it at all. I like it. Antonio Green. I'm ready for Trace Jackson Davis. Oh, Antonio, you're speaking my language. Again, Indiana. Indiana. We're flowing in Hoosier over here. I'm looking forward to it, too. Can't wait to see what he brings. Forty ers just drafted the best quarterback to come out of Iowa State. They might look. They might have come drafted the best quarterback to come out of Iowa, the state of Iowa. Guy, something else. He is really good, and I, what makes him comfortable? All those collegiate reps, being smart, being underestimated. Being somebody who has, you know, buried their nose in every playbook they've ever been handed, I don't know what it is. I don't know why Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan have aligned so well, but thank God that they have. Russell says, did the 49ers go on to stop it? Stop it. No. No, the 49ers will not have an undefeated football season. No. Come on. Nick J says, Damon, what if KMBR came back to you and Larry? Open checkbook. Yeah. Open checkbook? It's amazing what I, what I will reconsider doing for infinity dollars. Look at it this way. It would be in KNBR's best interest to do that because their ratings are in the absolute shitter and Larry and I are better at what we do than anyone who's ever been in this town. So, you know, the man who killed KNBR could bring it back to life. We'll see if they're smart enough to make that, that call one day. And if not, fine. I, I'm good right here. How about this? I'm already very much in a burn the boat situation. I'm over here in the digital age. I feel like I'm beating the world uh, over to the new marketplace. And in about four or five years from now, every radio host that you know in this town is going to be making that pivot to YouTube because sports talk radio might not even come close to existing. Who knows from now? Uh, the media is changing so fast. If you're not on YouTube, you're making a mistake. So I'm over here now on YouTube, and I feel like, yeah, burn the boats. We're here. We're home. But if they send a boat for me, and in the boat there's a huge pile of money, yeah, I got two young kids. Let's talk. But we're doing it on my terms. That's all I'm definitely going to tell you. I don't need your audience as much as you need my audience. That's how the game done changed. Daniel Shabazz, yo, yo, yo. How about this? 
John Reed says it's real simple. All you do is you hit that like and your IQ actually goes up. It is that simple. It is that simple. You tune in, you watch, you should be good. Uh... Again, I'm not going to play the who do you listen to all that game who's I'm not look, I'm not here to cut anyone's legs off to to look taller. By the way, Taylor Swift tonight is standing next to a girl who brought both titties to Sunday night football. Oh my goodness. Taylor Swift, she's a little bit flat-chested. Her friend next to her is making up for that. Whoa. Hello. Bullshit, Damon. Damon was wipe his ass with that blank check. <laughs> oh, I, I wish. I wish I were there. We're not there. Is that Blake Lively? That's who that is? Taylor is standing next to Blake Lively. Okay. I'm going to rewind that just a little. I'm going to see that. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't Ryan Reynolds married to her? I don't know. Let's see here. Let's see here. That's Blake Lively? That's the chick selling Nissans? Oh, and I think, yeah, I think she's touching Ryan Reynolds in the face. Is Ryan Reynolds in there too? Yeah. You got Taylor Swift, the chick with the huge knockers, Green Lantern. Anyone else in this fucking press box? That I need to, who else is in this luxury box? They need to get the Jets off primetime ASAP, says Rich Alexander. Well, that or they got to be stuffing luxury boxes full of pop stars, cleavage, and movie stars, and Avengers, and superheroes, and all that shit. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. That's her husband. Hugh Jackson's there too. Oh, dude, at some point we're going to get a Deadpool commercial tonight. This is all a strategy. This isn't all like accidentally happening. There's a big, vast PR army at work here. We did get a Ryan Reynolds sighting. Hufanga and Connor were beefing after the game. Did you see that, Damon? Golden State, Lakota. I did not see that. Uh, after the game was over, I was already fully enthralled in talking to you since we start our postgame show at the two-minute warning. The most aggressive postgame show in the business. We don't even wait for the game to end before we start the postgame show. There we go. Taylor Swift effect. It's in action. Look at it this way. The Jets are going to stink on Sunday Night Football, but if Taylor Swift is going to show up with a box full of ass all around her, uh, NBC will take that. Or Sportacus says, bring in the fembots. <laughs> is Swifty a distraction for the Chiefs? I, they, I don't think that they've lost a game with her in a luxury box. Not yet. 
What do we got here? We got Taylor Swift dancing on the marquee in New York as they went to commercial too. This is all one crazy cross promotion. Have they announced who's who's doing the Super Bowl halftime? Is this them finally being like a after all year we begged Taylor to do it long enough where she's gonna do it? They should get the killers to play the first ever halftime in Las Vegas. It should be the killers. Niner Nix says, Damon, what'd you think about Trent Williams pulling and blocking downfield so much today? What a great wrinkle to the offense. What an athlete he is. I mean, that's a big human to move fast enough to where you can pull around the entirety of an offensive line. You're going good old, you know, Washington, what used to be known as Redskins, Joe Gibbs counter Trey, and you got pulling tackles. So you're, you're clearing your own offensive line and you're staying in front of your running back. Like you got to be such an athlete to do that. Trent Williams is a special player, man. And that's an awful big freight train coming. I couldn't help but notice, though, Trent will be out there on those downfield blocks and not put, like, the Mama Chewbacca block on anybody. I guess people just start running out of his way so he can't be that dramatic point of contact that you might want it to be. But, man. Vince is saying, Ryan Reynolds. That's Mr. Mint Mobile. I wonder if the service is any good. Service should be good tonight, right? Usher is doing the Super Bowl. All right. Well, herpes for everyone. <laughs> See, that's uncalled for. All right. Well, take back, rewind it back, Usher. Make the booty go clap. That's nah. Usher. Again, you could have had the killers. You went and got Usher. Man, we, 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 it's, it's halftime. What are we just boot knocking music and making babies? I mean, I don't, I don't dislike Usher. Usher's a really talented guy. He can dance. He can sing. He's a triple threat. But yawn. You should get someone who's got a who's got a connection to that town. That's why they totally blew it when the Super Bowl was here at Levi Stadium, and they didn't ask Metallica to do it. When the Super Bowl comes back to Levi's, hopefully they ask Metallica to do it. But again, Metallica is not from Gilroy, which is where the stadium is. David Fox. D. Bruce, I have missed you. I'm glad the algorithm led me back to you and your sports thoughts. Not as much as I've missed you, David. Thank you so very much. It is good to have you here. I am glad you found me. I am glad that the algorithm reunited us. Make that algorithm reunite me with more people. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit notify, and keep on coming back early and often. Yeah, you know what? We got we to gotta go ahead. Uh, Bamboo Soldier. Just heard about Tim Wakefield. Tim Wakefield passed away. He was only like 58 years old cancer. He'd been battling privately and he wanted to leave it a private battle. But Kurt Schilling, that dickhead, put his news out in public just a couple of days ago. And you hear like Tim Wakefield sick just a couple days ago. And today it's Tim Wakefield is dead. That sucks. It's way too young, man. Way too young.
says you're singing Lil John. Well, that's a, that's this that's a song with Usher, right? The uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's Usher singing on Little John. Well, either way, it's, it's whoever song it is. It'll be at, at that Super Bowl halftime. You can't have that. So Little John's gonna make an appearance, right? Oh wait, hold on. We got ourselves a touchdown. Who scored this? 83. That's not Kelsey. Kelsey's 87. This is gray. This is the backup tight end. Hey, you know what? If another tight end scores tonight for the Chiefs, he should be able to go up to the Taylor Swift press box, uh, luxury box, and draft one of Taylor's hot friends to start dating. And obviously, I'm not talking about uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. By the way, that was Patrick Mahomes' 200th career touchdown. It took 84 games to get to 200 career passing touchdowns for Mahomes, and that's the most uh, passing touchdowns in the fewest amount of games to get to 200 in NFL history. So fastest player ever to 200 career passing touchdowns. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the entire uh, Mahomes family, except his brother, who seems to be a massive douche. Niner Nick says, I'm convinced that Dre Greenlaw's body's starting to break down. Good to see him come back to some of his hits today. Look, he he's a guy who plays so violently that the game is, you know, never going to love his body back. So, uh, yeah, Dre Greenlaw, enjoy him while you can. Guys who play like that, who play like just out-of-control sledgehammers, usually don't get long careers. Shush says, uh, we got this, uh, we, we got a blowout here. Taylor Swift's going to be shown more often. Dude, they're going to, I'll tell you what, I know what cameramen think and say what you want about Taylor Swift. They're going to be all over Blake Lively's titties for the rest of this game. There's no doubt. B B Taylor Swift might be popular. She ain't popular. She, she, she's not more popular than great titties. Great titties are the most popular, uh, celebrity on the planet always have been always will be interesting fact damon there's a kelsey and a swift who both play for the eagles i think that's i think that means we we've we've reached the end of our show <laughs> but you are right sporticus indeed you you are right All right. Well, this was such a convincing and satisfying win for the San Francisco 49ers that we will we were able to talk about pop stars watching Sunday night football as much as we were able to talk about football that happened at Levi's Stadium. I mean, we got a very good football team in the San Francisco 49ers who got a very good opponent right up and on the rip coming up. Oh, my goodness. The Dallas Cowboys and 49ers. Sunday night football next week. Is it a Sunday night game? It's a Sunday night game next week, I think. That is just going to be a monster. So, look, this week, while you're out and about talking to you and yours, why don't you say, hey, are you subscribing to the Damon Bruce Show? Damon Bruce Plus 
on YouTube. You should. By the way, this is absolutely going to be the week that my podcast goes over 100,000 downloads, so I'm very proud of that. This show will be put up on podcast in a a two-parter. Oh, my God, this is almost a two-hour-long show. I'm going to go ahead. I will be joining... um, Larry Kruger in just a little bit on his post-game show, and then I want to invite you one more time to enjoy Larry Kruger and I as we simulcast 49ers Wake Up Monday morning, 8 a.m., be there right here on YouTube. Can't wait to do it again with you. And one more time, I just want to say thanks so much to Stefan, who got me great baseball tickets the night the Kapler got fired. I was sitting right behind home plate, enjoying some baseball, not enjoying a Giants win. It was not a good game, but it was a great seat. And my man, Stefan, he can afford seats like that because he is red, red hot. Go to bottomlinebets.com to find out what Stefan is playing. If you are playing what Stefan is playing, you've won thousands of dollars already this football season. Are you doing it? If your answer is no, what are you waiting for? If you do gamble, if you do have some fun making the right play, Get yourself the right advice. Go to a handicapper who is on fire. Vegas is nervous because Stefan is the man. Go find out for yourself. He was a perfect 4-0 inside of the 49ers game alone with the team and player props that he had there. I know that he hit the Chargers minus six, and I'm sure he'll regale me with more of what he did a little bit later on tonight because I'm sure he's got a little action here. It's 17-0 for the Chiefs on the New York Jets, and and that spells an awfully long night of Taylor Swift cutbacks for tonight's director. Um, and on that, we say thank you so much for tuning in tonight. It was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me here for a little post-game in Damon. I'm going to hop over on Larry's channel in just a little bit after I get upstairs and find out which boy is screaming about what now, why, what's going on. Got to give Jillian five minutes to go powder her nose before I hop on with Larry. And then 8 a.m. simulcast on Damon Bruce Plus and the Krug Show. I will see you Tomorrow morning, talking 49ers. 4-0, mission accomplished. It's going to be Cowboys week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Great seeing all your comments, so many people in the room. Thanks to all of you. And please do remember, as you're pondering your undefeated San Francisco 49ers, that sports don't build character. They reveal it.